coming live and recorded from the USA, Canada, and possibly Japan. It's the Game Punches Podcast. episode 136 for Saturday the 22nd of August 2015. Game Punch is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. I'm John. And my name is Fraser. And we do not have a fish and we do not have a Steve. No fish, no ankle. And it's not Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Which, as we were just discussing, is quite a nice change. Yeah, it's it's what we used to do way back in the early days. Keeping it real back in the day. Walk uphill to do a podcast. Yeah. It's actually it's perfect ways. for me. I've got um, no family here tonight, so that's quite nice. They've all nice. disappeared and gone camping. So that's good. That works. Yes. So naturally you've left the dishes in the sink. Um, well, they only have leaving me alone for two nights. And in fact, yesterday I ate so much at lunchtime that I didn't even need to eat a dinner. I don't know whether you ever do that yourself. <laughs> I've done it plenty of times. Tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then tonight I just had a salad. So There you go. Yeah, I think uh, the past week as well collectively have had our random schedule things going on, family, work, all that stuff. So... Uh, it appears next week is on par to be normal, but for today, you get the two of us. Uh, I might not be very normal for the next uh, two or three weeks, actually, bringing that up, because my parents are coming into town. My mum comes into town on Monday, and then my dad follows shortly after. They do live together, but they just don't do the, do the three weeks together, because they've got a dog that they just adore more than life itself. I can't bear to leave the poor dog in the kennel for that long. So my mom's coming for longer. And my dad will join us later, so that'll be cool. But I might skip a week or two. Nice. Well, well, that might work, you know. Yeah. (laughs) We're all taking our turns, I guess. Yeah, we should have cover. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. We know a few people if we need to. Yeah, that's good. So, are you having a good summer, John? Uh, Yeah, I mean, work, but a couple fun stuff here and there, you know. Uh, I had my vacation already. We already talked about that, but um, yeah, it's 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 summer. It's not bad. My son lost a tooth today, so that's good. Oh, did he? That's yeah. good. Yeah, my daughter lost her first tooth last week. Um, literally lost it. No idea where it is. It just came out and has never been seen since. <laughs> my son lost his an amusement park ride today. Oh, nice. Not that because first. not because of the ride. No, a third. It's third tooth. Oh wow. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, six. Yeah, he's 
my daughter will have another one or two out probably in the next few weeks. My nice. son, who's like two years older, he's only had one. Oh, wow. So he's way behind. So there you go. Kids and teeth. How interesting yep. for everyone. <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess we'll get on with it. What have, uh, what have you played this week? You know what? I've only got one game on my list, John. And I share that game on my list. And that's right. So it could be quite an interesting... Well, right, so all... let's, let's do this. Let me get the other game out of the way, and then we can talk about Arkham Knight. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So the other game I played, um, it's mostly actually the week before, but I've been on in a couple weeks, but uh, was Portal Stories Mel, which is basically an indie game uh, in the same universe of Portal, kind of as a prequel. So it takes yes. place in the early days of Aperture, Cave Johnson, as a uh, you know younger man. Um, obviously, it's not any of the original people on this, but they did a very good job, um, you know, with the inspiration from uh, from Valve and Portal and all that stuff. Um, so it's like a fan mod. Yeah, it's and it's it's free and it's a standalone, so anybody can grab it, which is nice. And it. Um, I mean, I think it does really well justice. The graphics are probably more on par of the first Portal. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously Portal 2 is very polished and on consoles and all that fun stuff. Um, but the environment is really well done. Um, even the voice actor for Cave Johnson, not J.K. Simmons like it is in the original Portal, but um, it's pretty close. But it's not bad. It doesn't really kind of... It's not, you know, it's close enough where it's not pulling you out of it going, how is this guy pretending to be this character? Yeah. Um, He's a good voice. It's a good voice in its own right. Yeah, it's a good voice in its own right. I mean, it's, you can tell it's different, but it's close enough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the it includes a lot of the same stuff, like the gels are in there, and, you know, the puzzles are, are pretty challenging, but um, essentially you're, you know, like this brand new test subject for Aperture, and you have to go into... Um, you know, into one of those deep sleep chambers. And then when you come out of it, it, just like in Portal 2, it's much later and things have become destroyed. Right. So it's almost like a prequel to tell you that history repeats itself. Um, and then you have to kind of, you know, Cave Johnson is, is over the loudspeaker trying to guide you to these different things and where to go. And you go to these different uh, test chambers and it's it's very well done. I mean, I definitely recommend it. I mean, it's free, but, you know, I think it'd even be worth like 10 bucks or so if they had put a price point on it. But... I'm wondering because of the whole IP thing if that's the only way they could have released it is <laughs> by putting it for free. Um, Perhaps, yeah. It's know. very odd that, you know, I don't know, it's it's strange that they can somebody can make that. Yeah, I guess they can't charge for it. But release it and no one, tell, no one turns a blind, or they turn a blind eye to it and don't really care and it's a labor of fan service love. I suppose that's the industry though, isn't it? Most of the time with all the cosplay and fans doing things and mashups and things like that, most people are cool. Yeah, the fan art and all that stuff, yeah. Um a couple one of the other things that was cool about um about this game is kind of the imagining of what these early prototypes of gadgets look like look like. So the turrets aren't your, you know, futuristic white looking turrets. They're like these like, you know, chunky metal ones. Um even the portal gun is a little, you know, a little different. It's got a paper clip on the end of it. <laughs> All right, nice. Um, so it's got some pretty good whimsical stuff that, you know, fit right into that universe. So definitely worth checking out. It's fun. That's good. And it, with that sort of stuff, I can definitely imagine the people who are making it were enjoying it when they were doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it's when it's like something like a fan service, you know, it's like when you want, you want people, you know, you want J.J. Abrams behind Star Wars because he's a huge Star Wars fan. Not right. 
a director that just wants a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure also comes with it. But, um, you know, so yeah, it's, it's nice to have fans that are talented, be able to create things that everybody else can enjoy. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, that's that quick one. But, um, you know, and it's you free. Just pay, that's just sitting on Steam. You just picked that up there. Yep, sitting on Steam. Portal Stories Mel. So. I will have to check that out at some point. Yep, totally worth it. If I ever, ever game on my PC ever again. Because <laughs> you're all about the console right now? I'm all about that Xbox, I tell you. It's, it's just, getting better uh, and better, man. It's uh, it's on fire right now, I'm pretty sure of it. It's, well, then, you, then you'll be able to play on your PC. Cause it's yeah, private. that's what I need to do, yeah. <laughs> should probably put that out, though. Yeah, I just need... Um, it was the same thing back in the... Back, you know... Five years ago, my PlayStation never got a look in when the Xbox was really hitting its stride. And it wasn't until probably closer to the end of the Xbox's life that I started to pick up my PlayStation and catch up on games. It's, um, yeah, it's quite the console at the moment. Yeah, it's, I feel like there's a, it's kind of rapid fire with some stuff coming out now. Or even like, even like the free things or the deals are worth checking out lately. Um, but, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight is where it's at. Yep. So you finally went down to your library and told them who you are and what's up and that you need that copy of Arkham Knight. Yeah, well, I was considering <laughs> doing that. I was getting very frustrated with it not turning up, but then it finally did. I got the notification. Um, so I picked that Arkham Knight up on Monday and then uh, got that. Oh, you know, it's the beauty. If you forget about how good it is to get a disc, because obviously I could get that in there and was pretty much up and running straight away. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it would probably be a fair old sized install it's about 40 some odd i think it's like 42 gig yeah did you buy it this week then on sale sure did you i knew you were going to yeah well i couldn't pass that up no too 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 much praise yes around the non-pc versions of the game um so how many how much have you put into it just so i can get an idea before probably just a Two or three hours. Okay, so the first not, not step. incredibly. I just it just started yesterday, so it's just scratching the surface. Then mm-hmm. let me tell you, you're just scratching the surface. Oh no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> essentially got. I just wrapped up the whole um, first part of that Ace Chemical thing. I'm having to. I'm have to think back now. With um, let's call them hallucinations. Okay. The first yep. set of those. And then you have to tell Gordon about his daughter. Yes. That's where I am. He ain't happy about that. Nope. Yeah, so... Yeah, I started it up... Um, and at first I was a little bit... Uh, I wasn't too sure. Because it seemed like, okay... It's quite overwhelming, this game. In the amount of button presses and things you can do. And it doesn't really pull many punches straight from the start. You know, As soon as... And I would say... Probably even up to where you are, there is no shortage of button prompts on the screen saying, here, this is what you need to do. Oh, if you're jumping here, don't forget you can press this and jump here and hang down this way. and Press Y and to hang. counter every time they can counter. All that you know, sort of stuff, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I got a little bit overwhelmed with it at the start. And I was a little bit, uh, same same old Batman-y stuff. And I had a first couple of missions with the tank, tank mobile. <laughs> And I thought that was a bit janky, but really it just took a bit of time for me just to work 
work out the kinks sure. and get used to it. And then I was away. I was just um, just I started off powering through the main mission. Um, That's what I did too. Like I did a couple side things. Like I did one of the one of the Riddler things and that whole murder mystery. I did like you know started that up. But then I just kind of went on with the the main story for a bit. Yeah. Well, my motivation was the fact that I've only got it for a week. Yeah. So, so you got to plow through. Yeah. So I wanted to plow through with the story. But and here's the thing. And as most people are aware, I console share with Bongo, and he um, hit a moment of weakness this week and purchased it. Right. So heats off more, so I can just take my time now. And uh, then pick up where you left off. Yeah. Pick up where I left off when it goes back in. So. And not, and I don't know whether I consciously decided to do it, but I just suddenly at some point within the city realized that there is a lot to do in the city. Yeah. Which which I really wasn't paying much attention to. And then probably two nights ago, I really started focusing on doing stuff in the city. And it's just been crazy. Like there is so much to do there. Um, you know, so, I, so first of all, in terms of content, you... It, if you are up for playing this game, and yeah, and I think if you play, if you enjoyed Arkham Asylum, and I didn't really think too much to the next two after that, um, Arkham City, Arkham City was okay, and then Arkham Origins. I think um, somebody said they had a bit of Batman fatigue by the time you got to that one. Yeah, I feel like Ar- Arkham Origins is the one that people kind of try to look the other way on. They didn't really like it as much. And that that yeah. one wasn't Rocksteady, I think, right? Wasn't there one of them that wasn't by Rocksteady? Yeah, I think in that I think and that's the one. And not saying that it was a terrible game or anything, but it just wasn't as polished or as slick or it just didn't it was up to par. It, yeah, exactly. Perfect, yeah. Um but this one, I mean, the more I play it, I'm just astounded by it. I don't I just uh yeah, I don't know. It's just amazing. I just think it's incredible. I'm just sitting there playing it. And just, you know, picking off mission after mission after mission. I came home yesterday and just sat and played it for six hours solid. And, I've, and I'd be playing it right No word of a lie, I'd be playing it right now if we weren't doing this podcast. And I'd be putting in another six. That, well, that makes two of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's wrap, so so, let's wrap this up. Uh, um, so you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And it's not getting boring. And I'm just, you know, and it's got so many different types of side missions. Like, I haven't touched the main mission now in probably, like, the last six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going side mission, side mission, side mission. And if I get bored of doing Batmobile missions, I go off and I go look for firemen who have been captured. And if I get bored of that, then I'm going off and doing the bank heists. And I don't know if you've found the bank heists yet. No, not yet. I mean, right they're now practically, it's... they're games in themselves. Oh, well, yeah. It feels huge. I mean, like, the, you know... The city is enormous and gorgeous. Yes. Um, the Batmobile's not. I think it's. I think it's fun. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, like, I th- some of the whole tankiness can get old. You know, when you have all the other ones you have to take down. Like, I'd rather just kind of sp- use the Batmobile to speed through to get to destinations. Yeah. You know, maybe a couple things here and there, but every now and then you have like eight of those tanks to take out, and it's, you know, it's just a little tedious than anything. Um, but it's not bad. Um, but I I love the traversal, like launching out of the Batmobile and then just gliding. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Or the uh, or the grapple one when you grapple and launch yourself. Yep, yeah, um, that's a new one where they where you can I think you double press A right and then you can just carry yeah, on. Yeah, double or triple or something. Yeah, and hold it in the last one. And it, yeah, 
And then Which as you really cool. as you start going down, you just do it again. You know, grab grapple something else and launch again. It's just it's it's just fun to kind of fly around. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it is gorgeous looking. There was one point where I was standing, I think next to maybe it was a cutscene or something. I'm not sure. I was standing next to the Batmobile and I managed to position the camera just so it was looking at at uh I think it was the side of the Batmobile. So Batman was sitting in the Batmobile and, was, and just the raindrops coming down, you know, like the rain pouring down the side of the Bat uh, the Batmobile. Yeah. And I've sat up the top as well on buildings and just looked around. I was like, you know what, this really is, it's looking the dog's bollocks. It really does look good. Yeah, there's, um, it's funny because you mentioned pictures on your camera. I feel like I do that any time that I'm not in the middle of a combat or something. But like if I'm communicating, you know, on, on the arm, you know, with like Gordon or something like that, then I just kind of spin the camera around, get yeah. like, get the Batmobile in the background with him in the foreground or something and just kind of like messing around. And it looks good how, how the raindrops fall. Yeah. Um, there was one at the end of one mission part. I think it was at the Ace Chemical when um, you're getting the last guy in the, in the the back of the Batmobile and the helicopter comes down. Just how Batman's like walking to get in the car, but just like staring at the helicopter, like pissed. Yeah. <laughs> just in the animation, they I feel like they captured so much of like that emotion and like just it felt it felt much more movie like, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. You know, a lot of times you, it could just be the guy running into the car and then you just start the cutscene. But they, it seems like they put a lot of care in those little, and they're not really cutscenes, they're more just like little animation because it's the, literally the same part of the engine. You know, the camera spins around and then you just start walking. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and I find the funny, one of the things I'm thinking about is it, it's like, I knew I wanted to get this game and play it because I was hearing the reviews. Every, well, you know, mainly listening to people on the other podcasts where also everybody was playing it was going, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right, it's going to be really good. But, I mean, it really was overshadowed by the shitstorm that they had when they released it, you know, with the PC version. Yeah, and, definitely. And that's a real shame because it's really tarnished the fact that this is a phenomenal, I think, a phenomenal release. Yeah, they've done good. They have done really good, and this this is the they're saying the final one that they're doing. So I think they did well <laughs> for the last one. Yeah, they did, and I mean, I think it's I don't I'm not gonna sit, sit there and get all sad and teary eyed because there won't be another one. You know, the fact that this one is so good is just uh, it's fine by me. I feel sorry for anyone who is waiting on the PC version and. Um, it's in a piece of news and it's probably not worth bringing it back up again in the news but you know they, they've announced that there's a a new patch coming for the PC version and, and whatever and I mean it's just it's a shame right because yeah. you just like if it's not going to be as good I got a feeling that no matter what they patch it's probably still not going to be as good an experience although saying that saying that it did crash on me today oh. I was literally I was in this race well not a race I was trying to capture one of these APCs mm-hmm and it like literally right at the last point where I was about to shoot, I was shooting him. And my mind is switching off as well by when I'm doing these now. I'm like more on autopilot now because I've done about, you know, like 10 to 15 of them. And uh, so well, I, it was really weird because I was just thinking of doing the podcast. And I was like, OK, yeah, well, when I'm doing I'm sitting there battling this APC. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'll be able to talk about how great this is. It's so good, you know, and it just runs really... And the next thing is just like, just crashed. And there's a massive buzzing sound and I had to shut down the whole console. So, oh, great. Um, but you know what? Whatever. That's no big deal. Shit happens. That's fine. Um, yeah, just most of the time it just seems to be running very well. Voice acting's just great. Joker's brilliant. 
Um, yeah, Joker is brilliant. Uh, Scarecrow's pretty awesome too. It's it's yes. all good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got some really neat touches where you're flying up into the um, into the buildings, and then Joker will just doesn't you know randomly whichever building you go up on, suddenly Joker will pop his head up and he's up there waiting for you. That's oh, really yeah. cool. Very yeah. clever. Um, some brilliant sounds and stuff. The sounds around the city are really good. So yeah, I can't sing its praises enough. Yeah, me either. I mean, it's only a few hours in, but I'm excited. It definitely feels big. It feels like there's a lot of content to get through. There's tons. I'm really, I my heart sank tonight because I'm really battling my way through clearing up each of the sections, each of the city sections. It's very laid out, very much like, um, well, almost sort of like a crackdown, almost like an infamous, right? Oh, you never played infamous, did you? Infamous, no, I didn't play. No, see, yeah, you missed a trick. If it's very sort of laid out like that, three cities and whatever, and then you've got the opportunity to clean up each city and, you know, got get it. everything sorted out. Um, I was gonna say it's kind of forgiving with driving the Batmobile, just because everything's destructive. So even when you take a turn, you just kind of like mow through some some poles mm. or some buildings. Yeah, that's nice <laughs> and forgiving because the Batmobile really doesn't control that well all the time. No, so it, it um, kind of compensates for that and. Sounds bad. But. Yeah, but I have got better at it. You do get a little bit more used to it. Yeah, I got a little um, frustrated with that one where you had to kind of traverse a couple of rooftops and then get the winch to, you know, rev up, you know, there's some antenna or whatever. Yeah. To get the signal. But I got a little frustrated because there's a couple of points where you go off, but then it just slides off. Like there's, <laughs> there's no, uh, you know, handling on that. Yeah. No grip on the road. Yeah, and 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 those start that that start bit. But I think one of the first bits at the start where you use the Batm- Batmobile to go up and round, and then pull that winch, and then you go onto the control thing and lower the the ramp and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I started to find that very frustrating. I was like, uh, you know what? I don't need to be figuring out puzzles with the Batmobile. Yeah, like a, a couple things here and there, all right. But that one was it was a lot of stuff because you had to like go all over the place for it. Yeah, but I guess they're using that as a as a ve- as a vehicle to um, introduce you to the controls or whatever. But once you get past that and you start flying through the game, it's just it seems to work pretty well. So I'm nice. very impressed. Yeah, really good, really good. Cool. And Arkham good that you got it on sale. Yes, I figured it's not going to get much better than that for a while. So no. And the other thing as well is like I've gone up on top of some of the roofs and there's. Um, it points me to, or it does a little warning sound or a little alert sound where there's a, a challenge sitting there and it pops up with all the people on my friends list who have done the challenges. So it, even, you know, even beyond the 240-something Riddler trophies, which, I, God forbid, I absurd. have to start. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, I've tried to do the odd one and some of them I can't even do. But some of them as well, I don't know if you can't do them yet because you don't have the right equipment. And, right. Uh, and then How's, there's the challenges, other challenges with other people. I'm like, oh my word! It's like, this could be a massive time sink. I like the uh, little training bits where they make it like a simulator, so it's you know kind of it does it early on. But how you can practice a couple of the different um, tactics and things like that as yeah. a simulator, um, where you're about to use them, <laughs> um, like you're right outside the door where there's some bad guys or a hostage or something like that. And it's like, oh, you can do the simulator first and then use exactly what we just taught you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's very good. It's well done. It is. So uh, you think you'll be playing that a lot for the next week? Until it's mid-September. <laughs> yeah, right. 
when the Taken King comes out. Yeah. Destiny. So, yeah, I should get a Destiny boost, actually. One of the guy, my guys at work, he just got an Xbox. And uh, he'll be up for playing some Destiny. So I should get a Destiny boost playing that with him. Well, when you... um, I don't really talk about that much, but... Because there's a lot of news coming out for Taken King. And, uh, well, why don't we just put a little bit of that in the news section, if we're going to say news. Okay. Cue the news. Burp. Burp. This is a great piece of news. The original news. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? News from Japan. News. Japan. Japan. Uh, so Taken King is due September 15th. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you for then. Um, happy birthday. You can play the Taken King. <laughs> Guess what you're getting for your birthday? The Taken King. No, socks. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, fresh socks are nice. That's true. Um, when you get older, you appreciate it more. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Taking is coming out. A couple of things that they mentioned. We're not going to talk for a while on this, but just a couple of cool things. If you have it, have the Taking, um, you'll be able to boost a character up to level 25. So whether that's an existing character that's below that or a brand new one. So you get a character right up into the relevant levels for um, for everything else. Um, they're doing away with the whole light level and upgrading your gear as a leveling system. And it's just anything you do from beating a mission to kind of scrapping armor, you get experience points for it to level your character. Yeah, I had heard that people... Am I right thinking people are pleased about that? People are ecstatic about that. Yeah, right. I'm uh, not too familiar and I don't don't really understand it because I've never leveled up that far. But I think I have heard a lot of people saying it's good. Yeah, there's a big Game Informer article from the most recent issue that goes over like all the things they're doing. And it's a lot. They're adding, um, they're putting story into the game. Let's put it that way. Um, so you're going to be able to connect a lot of the dots that were missed in year one. And they even mentioned that, you know, we, we made a mistake in year one and, you know, there's a lot of things we've learned that we need to add and, and everything. So, um, you know, the reason probably some of those first couple of DLCs were smaller is because they were focusing on the big push that's coming out in September. So, um, there's going to be some cut scenes and some interaction with some of the non-playable characters. So you kind of get more of a, a full vibe of that environment. You know, you don't just have this one person you walk up to that sells stuff. Like you'll, you'll find a little bit more about them and what they do. And there'll maybe be a cut scene where they're talking to somebody else and, um, you know, elevating all that and be a whole bunch of new gear and it's gonna be pretty good. I mean, everyone's really pleased, but won't go too much on about it. If you're interested in, you probably already know about it or you'll be able to easily find all the uh, updates that are coming to it. But I think a lot of people are going to be pleased with the changes to the game for sure. Yeah. A couple of raids, a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah. Sounds like it'd be good. I mean, I always get the feeling with, with Destiny, even though people have put hundreds of hours into it, you know, you still get the underlying sort of murmur that it's like it's not quite what we expected. It's good, but it. I think they're going to be a lot closer now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it'll be a lot closer to what people have expected. I mean, the the first thing they ever announced is never going to be like the early preview at E3 (laughs) where they're like, it's going to be this crazy ever, you know, ever-growing space epic where now it's really just like a space first person with missions. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, still a lot of good stuff. There'll be some better ways to manage some of the exotics you haven't had yet. Like you'll actually have this little console you can go up to and see what you what you have, what you don't have, and how you have to get those things. Right. Um, so it makes it a little more kind of remove some of the question marks, I guess. You know, like oh, how do you get that? Or you know, um, the way the drops will be a little bit better. It's gonna look at what you have already. So it'll try not to, you know, give you three icebreakers if you already have one. <laughs> Or whatever other other uh, exotic or legendary you don't have, it just kind of gets you what you don't have and keeps it going. I think that will make people happier. Yeah, yeah. Because so many times, are I mean, it took forever to people. I mean, the infamous Galahorn is the big rocket launcher, and you know they just sold it. You could buy it from the guy that comes every weekend, sir. Um, and then they also said how it's, you know, you're not going to be using it too much in Taken King because there's going to be weapons better than it now. So. They're literally kind of like leaving year one behind. You know, your year one gear will work with the year one content, but year two is the next step. So, so is this? And I'm I'm still not overly familiar with it. Is this Destiny? Is this a standalone Destiny two? No, it's it's part of part of Destiny. It's an exp- I mean, it's an expansion. Think of it that way. So, the best way to think about it is like, uh, is it going to retail it an expansion? Or is it going to be as like a retail? It is. They they're going to have a there's going to have a retail version with all the content. So it'll be like the year one vanilla content with the two uh, DLCs and then the big expansion, Taken King. Right. Gotcha. So they're going to sell that all as one. And people who buy that, there's like a couple rewards in there for like the newcomers. But for oh yeah, wasn't this everyone was having a shit fit about the fact that right. You'd have to buy the rebuy the whole thing if you wanted to get some extra stuff or whatever. Yeah, but that extra stuff is just meant for like the newer newcomers to get them going. But right. um, people who've been playing the game since the beginning, um, there's there's some basically like, like VIP um, gear that they're gonna get, like special you know, special shader and you know sparrow, the other thing you can drive around, all that stuff, like things that, so when people see that, they can, it's identified that, hey, that person's been here since the beginning or since early on. Right. Um, and that's only a gift for, you have to have had, I can't remember what the cutoff is or whatever, but you would have to have had Destiny by a certain date and played a certain amount of things and had the DLC by a certain date. Yeah, um, that would be me. To be considered, but pretty cool but yeah of course the people who are vips even though they're getting stuff they're still gonna be like but how come there's still other people getting stuff i don't have <laughs> of course well you, you can't know. please everyone so no but yeah it's a little bit of a little bit on that so let me ask you this then how interested are you or hyped are you for halo 5 you know i i've fallen off a little bit even since like four i didn't even finish four um mm, that's telling yeah so I'm interested. I know we'll see what happens when it comes out, but I'm not like a day one on it. No, and I don't think I am either. I enjoyed four. I don't, you know. I think there was a lot of haters out there who didn't think that much of it, but I thought it was. I thought it was a good game. Ugh, it wasn't great. It wasn't right. bad though. But it was a good game. I mean, this is a get. The problem is it's un, it's it suffers under the weight of its own expectation. Sure. That's so, true. You know, so. You know, even though it's a great game, it's not a great Halo game, which is, you know, a problem in in people's eyes. Um, you know, but I certainly put my time into it and enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I, I technically I have it. I have the Master Chief Collection, so I I have the opportunity to to get through it. But 
There's a lot of things to play. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm just curious. I don't know what what will happen with Halo Five. I mean, I've I've been day one every Halo game. I've day one. Yeah. Um, it d- just doesn't seem to carry the same excitement as the early ones for sure. No, but I, and then with the, my friend at work who's buying the new Xbox, I am touting Destiny as his new Halo. I'm saying to him, if you want the gameplay, you know, and the enjoyment, Destiny is where you'll be getting it. I don't think you'll be getting it with the Halo games. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like a feel like a bit of a traitor. But then again, you know, Destiny is Bungie, so you just get that feeling it's got that pedigree. And if they're going to sort it out with the Taken King, it could be something special. Yeah, and it seems like it's going to be going that way. People are pleased. And even like some of these video snippets, like the, them saying, you know, even going, we messed up or we missed this or, you know, we had a misstep here. And, you know, they, they know and they're listening. And that's, I mean, that's important for sure. It's good they're listening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Otherwise, you keep getting the same Assassin's Creed over and over again. Well, yes. <laughs> or the same Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, well, I had some a uh, couple of pieces of news in here. Um, I've got two. You've got one more, right? So yeah. I'll do one. We'll alternate uh, left. I threw this piece of news in because anybody who listens to this knows that I've been a big fan of Zombie Army Trilogy, um, which has now just been put on hold. I haven't really... I, I sort of went a little bit cold on it. I put so much time into it. And then finally, I wasn't getting the desire to run downstairs and kill any more Nazi zombies. I was pretty much just done with killing Nazi zombies. It just sounds but, like it just sounds like a game that's like, you know, in a movie, and it's like here's generic game title. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like really, you just spend hours and hours and hours doing pretty much the same thing, but it doesn't get very old. It's pretty good. It's, anyway, don't start me off. I'm gonna start talking about it. Again. <laughs> and I would like to go play it, uh, and I would like to finish it at some point. Cause that game is long. It's like three games in one, right? So it's, it's no short game either. Right. But what's pretty cool is that they've picked up the Left 4 Dead characters. So now you can play as um, your favorite four characters from Left 4 Dead. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, the, I saw the little news hit up. Was that today, I think, or yesterday? Uh, it might have just dropped. Um, it's PC. Not I won't be playing it because I'll be playing Zombie Army Trilogy on the Xbox. So unfortunately, we don't get it on there. But good old PC and the ability to uh, mod and do all of its magical things. We um, felt bad you couldn't play Batman, so here's your Left 4 Dead characters in Zombie Army Trilogy. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So if you're a fan of Left 4 Dead and you like Zombie Army Trilogy or whatever, it's uh, Zombie Army Trilogy's been on sale this week as well for like 13 bucks. It's a no-brainer on PC if you've, if you've got a half-decent 13 PC. bucks, wow. Yeah, it's like, why not? It's good. Yeah. Cool. Um, one of the news pieces I put in is, it's actually something that, that came out uh, beginning of the month, but... Um, it was like right before the the past couple weeks I wasn't on, um, but a, a little teaser for a game coming out um, called We Happy Few, which is from uh, X Irrational Games and Bioshock people, um, is this pretty cool looking, um, sort of whimsical, very very Bioshock esque take on um, this little town in England, where people were on all these drugs to forget what they did in the war, and then there's these you know basically these psychopaths going around and terrifying everybody um but the um seems like it's gonna be a creepy sort of uh you know it's not really a scare fest but it's sort of like a creepy vibe in this weird dystopian era 
Um, yeah, well, you got you got me to watch the tra- uh, the trailer before we started recording, and uh, it definitely looks Bioshocky. Yeah, um, it's, uh, we but, should say it was, like a, it was a Kickstarter Infinite. as well. Yeah, but it looks like Bio- it's got that same sort of feel of as Bioshock Infinite does, almost sort of cartoony. Yeah, and colorful, but it feels like there's something off <laughs> at yeah. the same time. And it looks utterly disturbing. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it takes place in like 1964, so it's going to be like a little, one of those cool little, you know, period piece inspiration things. Um, but yeah, the whole premise is you're supposed to kind of sneak around as one of these psychopaths and try, try to escape the town without being detected. So um, you can kind of sense the, the stress and strain around the creepy vibe of trying not to be noticed and get into these different areas, but... Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Um, it looks like it's due on Xbox this holiday. Oh, uh, is it that quick? Yeah, and Steam as well. Oh, I didn't know it was coming out that quick. Okay. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it, I guess the full game says 2016, but they're saying, you know, um, it was originally targeted on PC first, but it looks like it's going to hit Xbox and Steam first and everything else later from what this, this article oh, shows. Oh, what you mean? It's like a uh, teaser, right? A play that you can play? I think That's so. That's coming this... Okay. Right. Yeah. But we will see. Yeah, yeah. looks pretty cool. Yeah, the art style looks really good. If anybody gets a chance, you should go check it out. It's almost like they sure. all wear like a... You know, the, the villains look like almost like a Guy Fox mask sort of thing. Yeah, it looks really cool. Okay. Yeah, that's what I threw in. Yeah, and then the other one that I picked up on, which I sort of had an eye on, this is the Sinclair uh, Vega is getting its reviews. Now, I'm with the wrong um, podcast host for this one. Yeah, you need Steve for this. I need Steve here, yeah, because there's two things that you don't have going for you. One is that you're born in the wrong country, so you're not really too familiar with the Sinclair ZX Spectrum, or the ZX Spectrum. Um, The the Z word. And... uh, (laughs) Uh, the other thing is, you're probably, even if you were born in England, my feelings, Mr. Lovely, is you might even be just a little bit too Too old, to, yeah. Too old, that's right, yeah, you're too old. <laughs> so you might have just missed out, because I think Steve was probably just at the trail end of all that. He's uh, old, young Steve. I was... Old, uh, young Steve. A little bit older, so, um, yeah. But anyway, the Sinclair ZX Spectrum which gets mentioned all the time, and it's been mentioned a lot of times recently because of Rare Replay as well, because a lot of the older Rare games, you know, this is where Rare Rare cut their teeth on the Spectrum and um, some of the other consoles that were very, very prominent. And we, if you grew up in the 80s in England, then you were very much, those were things you were playing. The Sinclair was a fantastic computer. It was a budget computer, but, I mean, it played these all these games, and, you know, you always knew friends who had one, and the games came on tapes, and they were knocking games out by the hundreds, and we were copying the games by the hundreds. So everybody had these massive bootleg libraries. I mean, it was just a wonderful time for gaming, you know. And uh, anyway, so some bright young sparks decided to cash in on the nostalgia and basically have manufactured what this thing called the Sinclair ZX Spectrum Vega, which is a handheld console plug-and-play, very similar to... I don't know, like you ever seen those um, Sega arcade four-in-ones or whatever, like you just... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a, literally just a controller and you plug it into the back of the TV and plug it into a power source and away you go. And so 
because of modern power, what they've done is they've made this Sinclair ZX Spectrum Vega. And stylistically, they've made it look very similar in a way, in a roundabout way, to the to the old console. So this tugs it, it certainly tugs at my nostalgia heartstrings big time when I look at this thing, you know, because this is, you know, I grew up with this console and it's a very important part of my introduction to gaming as a kid. Um, and the thing holds a thousand games. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, so the reviews are coming in, um, but it's not getting, it, the review I read, mm, it's a little bit touch and go. Because um, apparently uh, it's got a couple of things that aren't really going for it. Um, one is that it's composite into the television, so um, that's not very good. You know, we, uh, why there's no HDMI? That doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, that's weird. These days, um, it requires USB power, of which they don't give you a lead. Um, and uh, in the review I was reading, they make a point. This thing is a hundred pounds, by the way. Right, so if you want to convert that into Canadian dollars, right now at our superb exchange rate with our Canadian dollar sitting just above the toilet, um, that's about $200 Canadian Yikes. dollars, right? Probably about 150 US. That's not cheap. No, that's um, a uh, Xbox Elite controller. Yeah, well, those aren't cheap either, right? <laughs> um, so that's a lot of coin to throw down. On, and the thing is, right is that, yes, it does hold a 1,000 Spectrum games, but the thing is, right, you know, when you go back to play these games, old games are old. But right. they're not... It's not as good as you think it is. I mean, like, it's okay that we've got a few of them on the old Rare Replay, and you can, you know, they've picked out a couple of choice ones. But, you know, £100, that's a, that's a fair old whack of coin, you know. And as they point out in this, um, you know, for £100, you could buy four Raspberry Pis and emulate a spectrum on those there you go so why you know so so really um is it worth it um they complain about the uh usb power they say you know it's uh 100 pounds but you can't give me a power cord um and then uh, i think they expect you to to plug it into the usb port on a tv and they're highlighting now saying that the usb ports on tvs aren't suitable as power sources um, huh. They just don't give out the enough enough amperage, um, so the, it's, uh, you're getting some um, some drops in the play. Uh, so that's not very good, not good at all. Um, so, but the, the things it has got going for it is it does have a thousand games, so you're not exactly going to run out of things to try, um, and you can throw a, an SD card in there, and if you pull down an emulated copy of a game. You know, pull down the ROM from somewhere and throw it on an SD card. You can throw it in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you got money to burn. You want to go light 100 pounds on fire? Go ahead. I, go. I, I, I fully expect maybe one or two members of, of podcast, the podcasting community that we listen to who are very into their retro games or whatever are going to be finding it very difficult to resist. Um, I think as an object of desire, it's certainly... Maybe until you get it in your hand. I think that's the thing, what I'm getting from this review. So as an object to desire, you look at it, and if you have the history of the spectrum like someone like I do, I want it. I can see it, and I look at it, and I'd love to own it. But for £100, it can go fuck itself. And, uh, and no USB cable. <laughs> and no USB cable, yeah. What up, what up with that? Um, it's just not going to happen. But I'll be interested to hear you know, if somebody else picks one up. 
someone else you know, decides to drop the hundred pounds on it, good luck with them. Fair play. So, um, yeah, It'd be interesting. And Steve, if you're listening, I'd be interested in your feedback next time you're on. See what you think about it. So, just hobble on over to the mic. Yeah, ankle boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's the this, this Spectrum Vega. I'd like to hear more people talk about it. Again, like, it could be really boring for people who didn't grow up with it. Grow up with it. And, right. Uh, you know, but it is. It's just it, the Sinclair really is a console of importance to a lot of people. The elder generation, the elders of the community, who, <laughs> who me arthritis is acting up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Nice. Lots of for news. Mm-hmm. Got some charts coming up. We have. So um, two charts. Okay, but well, before you cue the chart music, yeah, there's oh. two charts. I should just well, you cue the chart music anyway. But in fact, I'll be cueing the chart music because I'll probably <laughs> do that when I'm editing. Start the thing. <laughs> Start the thing. The the thing of the thing. Uh, two charts. One. Uh, I don't like doing the Japan charts when Steve's not here. I don't think any of us do it justice. No. Um, so I'm going to read uh, the top. Video game items on Amazon Canada. All right. And do you want to crack on and do the uh, um, the normal charts? The normal for charts. For the West? For the West. Let me put on my best um, West accent here. Coming in at number 10, Dying Light. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. <laughs> Coming in at number 9, uh, Minecraft PlayStation Edition for the PlayStation. Actually, I think they should make it. And it's amazing. Again, Minecraft is bloody in here twice again yeah uh, what's going on with that i know unbelievable uh but i think you have to say edition oh edition yeah edition. okay edition coming at number eight minecraft xbox edition nice for the xbox coming at number seven battlefield hardline or toilet <laughs> <laughs> coming at number six rare replay yay Coming at number five, FIFA. Ball sports. <laughs> Coming at number four, our all of our favorite right now, Batman Arkham Knight. Hooray! Woohoo! Coming at number three is the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Number two is GTAV, still hanging on. Yes. Why is that stuff at number two? Is that PC? You think that's or just it could be? Well, you know. I think uh, I know at least on Xbox they just did another little bundle with some of those was it the shark dollars or whatever it is oh yeah so I'm wondering if some of those end up pushing a couple extra sales there it's possible or is Uh, it just it's a core game as well that the console owners are still buying yeah I guess that's a it is it is a uh, console seller if you will if somebody's buying uh, a new console that might be something they want to pick up so that's true and number one, Lego Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, that was at number one before, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Hang on, Sean. Must be pretty good. It'll be $5 at some point. I think the thing is, those Lego games now, people are finding their feet with them. They know that Jurassic World's probably going to be a good one. The parents love them, man. Yeah, like Anybody who has kids knows that they can play a Lego game with their kids. Mm-hmm. My kids are still playing the shit out of Lego Marvel. I just bought it again. Um, <laughs> you know, we were playing Lego Batman for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, good games. Those are great. Yeah. Okay, well done. Uh, right, okay. 
Um, I'm going to do the top 10 here. Amazon bestsellers on Amazon Canada, which is my country where I am. America's uh, hat. America's hat. Yeah. Don't come. Oh, actually, you guys. Oh, when are you? Aren't you coming up this way? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Well, possibly. you can buy whatever you want when you come up here with your strong super dollars. There you go. <laughs> um, here we go. Right. Well, this is an interesting one here because the top six is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Um, number one is Call of Duty Black Ops 3 in English. This is what you get in Canada. See, this is why it's interesting. Uh, Call of Duty at number two, Call of Duty Black Ops for PC. At number three, Call of Duty Black Ops English for the Xbox, X-Bone. At number four is Call of Duty X Black Ops 3 X-Bone, but in French. Gets its own place. Huh. Its own release. And at number five is Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for the PS4 in French. Interesting. Yeah, see, we've all got that going on up here. Um, why they can't just do both in the same one, I do not understand. That's really bizarre. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Um, and uh, at number six is Call of Duty Black Ops 3 for the PlayStation 3. So there you go. Uh, at number seven, uh, PlayStation Network $50 card. Right, I'm going to have to sub in some extras here just to just to compensate for all the Black Ops 3s. At number 8, uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege for the PlayStation 4. At number 9... Metal Gear. Nice. Uh, for the uh, <laughs> PlayStation 4. By the way, I'm probably going to soundbite your Snake Eater from last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh <laughs> Uh, you see here, oh, wait, at number 10 and number 11, Black Ops 3 again. At number 12, Xbox $50 gift card. So, effectively, all the way, it's, um, you've only got really, uh, that's enough. What a crap list. Wow, the really. gift cards are hot, hot seller. Gift, gift cards are hot <laughs> sellers. But really, if you're looking at games, uh, Black Ops 3 is your big seller. Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. Ra- <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege. Phantom Pain. Uh, Destiny for the PlayStation 4, Rare Replay, Far Cry 4, and Super Mario Maker Wii U. All right. That is your Amazon for Canada charts. <laughs> Excellent. Good deal. All right, uh, no quiz. No uh, quiz. Wait, pop quiz. Is there a quiz? Uh, no. It's the right answer. Nice. Uh, community. I don't know if we had anything going on too much this week. Just the normal Twitter jargon. Yeah, you know what? I haven't even called up Gmail. We can certainly do out a couple of shout-outs because that's the best thing to do. Yeah, for it's sure. It's a done thing. Um, we got another good shout-out on the Same Coin podcast uh, this week. Nice. From our buddy Chris over there. and Back from their summer holiday? Um, yeah, they're back. They've yeah, I noticed they had a month off. Eh, I think uh, after I gave them shit last week, they went and got one done. So that was good. But yeah, both taking Chris all the credit. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of take something. But both Chris and Ditz gave us a shout out, so that was nice. Nice, um, awesome. It was good to hear them back on the wavelengths. Um, looking in here, uh, we have interactions from Wyatt May, Katie Stubbs, uh, Stulecki. Uh, Kyle Adams, Tom Merritt, uh, Steve Pendlebury, someone I've heard of, is in there too. Uh, Dad Thulu, uh, Chris from the same coin, and that's probably it. In fact, I'm starting to go back a bit there into previous weeks. But um, as usual, thank you very much to everyone 
who tweets, retweets, or drops us a message. It's all very much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. We, we enjoy it. Um, yeah, Gmail's pretty quiet otherwise. Gmail's very quiet, but you know what? We're just as guilty. We haven't really been asking anyone to send us questions or anything like that. I watch, I look at some of the other podcasts, and they have all shit going on all the time. Yeah. Send us this question. Here's this question for the week. We're doing this. Post on our Facebook or whatever. We're not very good at that. Yeah, we don't have a Facebook. <laughs> that'd, be good, that'd be a good one. We'll just start telling people to post on our Facebook. Yeah, actually, we should do that. We'll start doing that next week. Right. Tell people to put stuff where we don't have anything. <laughs> Be sure to check us out on Live Journal. Yeah, so what does it sound like? We're just finishing up so we can go play Batman. I think so. So, um, yeah, we, you can find us on Twitter. This is a place that you can really find us on at Game Punchers Pod. I'm at John LaValley. I am at Fraser Moo. Steve is at Chambango. And, and Fish <laughs> is at the, the Jesus Fish. Good deal. We have an email address. That's gamepunchertspod at gmail.com. Website, that's gamepunchers.com. You can get us on iTunes, which you probably already have because you're listening to this because we're not broadcasting today. <laughs> but when we do broadcast, we broadcast Wednesdays around 9.30. Yeah, normally Eastern. when we get our shit together. It just yep. wasn't happening this week. Um, but if you keep an eye on that aforementioned Twitter, we will... Uh, we always give a little heads up when we're getting ready to record. And then while we're recording a few times, too. <laughs> um, so you can always get us there. And, uh, yeah, it looks like we'll, we're going to be getting ourselves on TuneIn Radio as well. I did some research on that. And it's oh, yeah? Pretty, it's, it's, it's as easy as Stitcher is. Hopefully more, hopefully beneficial. We don't talk about Stitcher anymore. But no one mentions the S word. No, but we're still on there. Uh, but it's the same way as, as Stitcher. You just kind of put your feet up there. So, uh I'll probably do that by next show. Get that going. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks for listening. And uh, we will have some more games to talk about next week. Yeah, and if we have at least three of us, there might be a quiz. That would be nice. It's been a little bit. Um, but yeah. Oh, it's lackluster this week. What are you going to do about it? Sue us? Better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. At least we got up off our arses just to do a show. We could have been playing Batman. <laughs> Actually, see, the thing is, what happens with this is I'll walk away from here going, that was shit, right? We really then, did just bundle through with one game. Yep. Like, but actually, when you go back and listen to them, they're not so bad. No, I think, I think we hit, you know, kind of, you raise the bar for yourself, and you don't usually go beyond that bar every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> By raising the bar, you mean just like lifting a little bit off the floor, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then... You put it down sometimes, but that's after you hit stop recording. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you have to. Right. Uh, you have to I guess, keep it real. I guess practice makes perfect. Yeah. Well, well, well not perfect. <laughs> anyway, let's take this imperfection offline. And <laughs> Yes, I'm off to play Batman. All right. Until next week. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Baby, stop right there. Let me clear the air. Baby, look into these eyes. Let me apologize. I know what you're thinking of. You think, where's the love? But the love ain't gone. It's here where it belongs. I know what you're waiting.
want a puppy dog, I'll give it to you. You want an ice cream cone, I'll give it to you. You want a marker's own, I'll give it to you. You want a satin pillow, I'll give it to you. You want an automobile, I'll give it to you. You want a diamond ring, I'll give it to you. You want a thingy thing, I'll give it to you. I know what you're waiting for. I'll make you. 